again thank Christy for decorating downstairs. If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, and we'll be looking at verses 10 through 12. And as you're turning there, you know, it's amazing that I'm about to say this, but it's two weeks until Christmas. Who is excited? The little ones are excited. Now, when I'm talking to adults, I should ask, who's excited to get it over with? You know, it's sad that, that we would have that type of mentality. Because if you remember, when we were little, we couldn't wait for Christmas to get here. There was just something, I don't know, just magical about it. Just the joy that we had. Yet, just get it over with is a feeling that many people have today. And I believe it's because when you think about it, Christmas has really lost its meaning. It's become commercialized. You know, for instance, this year... I saw a store selling Christmas decorations before Halloween. Even before Thanksgiving, you know, they were selling Christmas things. You know, just commercialization, shopping, that's, that's all it's become now. Yet, when we think about it, Christmas is more than that. It's about God's gift. The gift that that God gave us in his son. And when we think about this gift, it's the most precious gift that, that anybody could give us. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. Just the true meaning behind Christmas. Again, open your Bibles to Luke chapter 2. We'll be looking at verses 10 through 12. It's written, Then the angel said unto them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy that shall be to all the people. That is, that unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. You shall find the babe swaddled and laid in a crouch. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, we just come before you today and I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Lord, I just thank you that we could just meet today together, Lord, to worship, that we live in a country where we can just meet freely, Lord, and, and just give worship to you and fellowship one with another. Lord, I just pray today that you would be with us, that you would just overshadow us as we're here today, and just illuminate your word and help us just to learn from it and apply what we learn into our daily walk. And Lord, I just pray that Again, you would be with those that are sick and shut in, those that may be traveling, those that could not make it today. Lord, we just lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. Again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for all the many blessings that you've given us. And Lord, I just pray that you would hide me behind the cross today and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, I just pray 
Today, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, that you would speak to their hearts today. And Lord, just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this passage of Scripture, if you, if you go back several verses, what we see is the angel of the Lord comes down and he announces the birth of Jesus Christ. And when he announces the birth of Christ, he goes into this field where there are shepherds who are tending their flock at night. Now, what we see is when the angel of the Lord comes down to them, the night pretty much turns to day. It says that the glory of the Lord shone round about the shepherds. So literally, night turned into day when God's glory shone around the shepherds. And if you notice, it says the angel of the Lord. If you go back into the Old Testament, anytime it said the angel of the Lord, it was referencing God. The angel of the Lord came and, and fought with Jacob and named him Israel. That's a reference to God. So God was coming down in the form of an angel and announcing the birth of his son. And the glory of God just shines all around these shepherds. And what do we see? It scares them. Think about that. What if you were out there in that field and all of a sudden the angel of the Lord appears in front of you and all this, this light just from his glory just shines all around you? You'd be terrified. And it terrified these men. It says they were sore afraid. Basically, they were terrified at what they were seeing. I mean, they were not expecting this. They were just out there tending their flocks at night. And all of a sudden, this angel appears. And it scared them. And what's the first word that the angel tells them? Be not afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy. And then look at what he says. That shall be to all people. So the angel brings them good news. Glad tidings of great joy. And if you think about something... The angel, where doesn't he go? He didn't go to the temple. He didn't go to the chief priest. He didn't go to the Levites. He didn't go to the scribes and Pharisees. The angel didn't even announce the birth of Christ to Herod, the king. He goes to the most humble of people to announce the birth of Jesus Christ. He gives the tidings to poor shepherds. 
the most humble of men that were out there tending their flocks. Why? Why deliver the message to shepherds? What does the Bible call Jesus Christ? Causing the good shepherd. Causing the Lamb of God. There's foreshadowing in this message. The angel is giving the good news of the good shepherd to shepherds. Glad tidings that the good shepherd had been born. The good shepherd who, as the angel says, is a savior who will die for his sheep. The good shepherd who will die for a sheep. The good shepherd who brings salvation. The angel is giving the shepherds good news of Jesus Christ. If you look at verse 11, that unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. The angel delivers the good news of Jesus Christ, the Savior, who is born. And then he tells the shepherds where Jesus Christ was born. He says the city of David, Bethlehem. David's home city. These were glad tidings indeed. The Savior had been born, the Christ, the Messiah, the Lord, the King of all the universe, the creator of all things, had been born in Bethlehem. And then the angel gives the shepherds a sign. He says that when you go to Bethlehem, when you go to the city of David, the sign that the Messiah has been born, that the Christ is there in Bethlehem, as you're going to find a baby who is swaddled and laid in a manger. Not a bed. Not a cradle for a little baby. A manger. Think about that. The creator of all the universe, the king over all things, God, in the flesh, is laid in something that you would feed an animal out of. This goes back to what Isaiah tells us in Isaiah 53. Whenever we looked upon Christ, we wouldn't regard him as being Christ. We wouldn't regard him as being the Son of God. He wasn't born to influential people. He was not born to people who were rich. He was born to a poor family and he was laid in a feeding trough. Something animals would eat out of. And that was the sign 
that the angel gives the shepherds. This is where you are going to find the Messiah. This is where you're going to find Jesus Christ. And once the angel delivers this message, what happens? What do the shepherds also see? They see the armies of God. Multitudes of angels appear and they start to praise God. We see that in verses 13 and 14. Giving praise to God. Think about what the, what the shepherds are seeing here. The angel of the Lord. The armies of God. Multitudes of angels praising God because Jesus Christ had been born. That would be an amazing sight to behold. And what did the shepherds do? Once the angel left, and once the multitudes of God left, the shepherds said, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go see what has just happened? What the angels were talking about? They go to Bethlehem and they find Jesus Christ, as the angel said, wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. They see the Son of God laid in this manger, just as the angel had said. But I want you to think about something. The shepherds do exactly as the angel tells them to do. The shepherds obey the angel. They go to Bethlehem to see Christ. They obey. We see the shepherds doing as the angel told them. But then we see something else. Once they leave Jesus Christ, they again do what the angel tells them. Because if you remember... The angel told them that the glad tidings were for all people. Look at verses 17 and 18. And when they had seen it, they published abroad. They published abroad the things that was told them of that child and all that heard it wondered at the things which were told them of the shepherds. When the shepherds left Jesus Christ, they start to go and publish what they had seen. They start to tell others about Jesus Christ. So I want you to think about something. In a sense, the shepherds were the first New Testament evangelists. They were telling others the good news of Jesus Christ. They were saying, the Messiah's been born. 
And we've seen him. He's in Bethlehem. But I want you to notice something. They didn't hesitate in going to tell others. They didn't hesitate to tell others about Jesus Christ. Once they left Jesus, they began to publish what they had seen. And all that heard the tidings of the shepherds, it says they wondered at what the shepherds were telling them. They wondered about it. They were filled in awe about what the shepherds were saying. Because think about what the shepherds were telling them. They were saying, we saw the angel of the Lord. We saw the glory of God shining about us. Night turned into day, and then they told us about this little baby that had been born, and we went to Bethlehem, and there was that baby. And that baby is the Messiah. The Christ. The Savior and Lord of all things. They told people about what they had seen. And people wondered at the tidings that they were told. Just think about what they had seen and heard that night. All the wonders that they saw. The angel of the Lord, the multitudes of angels. And the baby Jesus laid in a manger. That little baby who was their king, their Lord, and God. They had seen and heard wondrous things. They had heard about God's gift to mankind. Because the shepherd told them, or the angel told them, this is the Savior. The Savior. And then they saw this gift, and they published the news. And after publishing the news, after telling others about what they had seen, what does the scripture say? It says they go back to the fields. They return back to the fields, but it also says that when they went back, they were praising God. They were praising God for all that they had heard and seen that day. They went back and praised God. They were filled with joy. They were filled with joy. Think about that. They had seen these wondrous sights and instead of being afraid like they were at the beginning, now they were filled with joy at what they had seen and heard. The joy of God filled their hearts and they glorified and praised God at what they had seen and heard. Filled with joy and praise.
Where's the joy and praise today? Where's the rejoicing today? Think about all the things that God has given us. Think about all the things that God has done for us. During this time of year, especially instead of having a frown on our face and wanting it to get over with, we should be filled with joy. Joy at what God has given us. Joy at what God has done for us. And what has God given us? He has given us his son. It's the same message that was delivered to the the shepherds. God has given us his son, and his son is our savior. That's the joy that should fill our heart during this time of the year, but it's the joy that should fill our heart every day of the year. We should always be filled with joy. Remember what the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We should always be filled with joy at what Christ has done for us, at what God has given us. And if you think about what the angel tells the shepherds, these are the tidings I want you to deliver to others. Those are the same tidings that we should be delivering today. The message is the same. We're to tell others about God's gift. We're to tell others about Jesus Christ. We're to tell others about the gift of eternal life through Christ. Because the Savior has been born and the Savior has died for us and the Savior has risen again. We're to tell others about that. That way, whenever they receive Christ as their Lord and Savior, that same joy that we should have will fill them. We have a message to give and it's the same message that was given to the shepherds. A message, a gift that should be shared because it's a message and a gift that fills us with joy and it fills us with peace. It's a message that we should want to deliver. God's gift to the world, a Savior who brings eternal life. So let the joy of the Lord fill your heart. Let the peace of God fill your heart and deliver this message to others, the message of God's gift to us. Because That message is the true message, the true meaning of Christmas. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you, Lord, for this day. And Lord, as we go into this time of invitation, I pray, Lord, that if there's anyone here that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, that you would just speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us. 
continued overshadows with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.